I just called the number. Love Talk Radio. This is Spotlight with Rob, Deb, and Spot. How you guys doing? Doing fine. How are you doing? Everybody's here, right? I didn't cut anyone off in the in the process. I did actually. Hold on one second. Are you there now, Spot? <laughs> here she is. I'm there. I know that laugh here. anywhere. I know that laugh anywhere. That's I bet my you threw fault. Your head I back, fell asleep on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we got a good night tonight. And yeah. But I'd like to tell everyone, before you call in, you may want to try dialing star 70. If that doesn't work, try star or 70 with the pound key. And if that doesn't work, dial 1170 before dialing 1-646-478-4353. And what this will do is it will dis- it disable your call waiting, and it won't be so annoying while you're listening. It won't sound like we're hiccuping. Yeah, and you can still call in if you can't get that far. But, I mean, if you try to Absolutely. start 70 and a 70 pound and the 1170, you might want to move to a, a second or first world country because otherwise <laughs> it really makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, landlines are best. That even includes phones connected yeah. with cable. But if you have to use a cell, hey, you call us anyway because we love to hear from you. you so are you it. telling me I have to get off the res now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are going to kick her off of there now? That's wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> well, your tin cannon string is working pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds great. There's no echo or anything. Really clear. <laughs> because the tin can's oh, lined yeah. with that white stuff. You got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, know, you, you know, yeah. We can't always be all in these plush Manhattan studios here, you know. Some people got to be on the lake and some yeah. people are on the res, but that's the way it goes. Here you go, and some people have to beware, Rob. Some people have to beware on the lake where you are? Wherever you are. Oh, I'm in my plush Manhattan offices. I saw Looking out the window. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. you see us waving at you over the girls' sign? <laughs> that sign gets annoying after a while, oh, geez. Especially <laughs> when it's dark out. Flash it, flash it. I see we've been on you to close them curtains for months now. Jeez. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, had to, blind. I had to tell everybody you couldn't be here last week because you tried to put a Go Buck shirt on Barney and he threw you out the window. How you feeling? <laughs> oh, man, I was in the hospital for I just got out of the hospital. Are you kidding me? I got four cracked ribs. Oh, well, I was told you landed on your head. I was told you landed on your head again. No, I'd be fine if I wish I had. <laughs> that would have been perfect timing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's birthday time here on the lake. Hubby Doo just turned birthday. 69. Amen. Oh, he's older yeah. than dirt. He is older 69. than dirt. Oh, older God. than I am. That's all I care about. He's not listening. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Rob, you're a fossil, so it's all good. Well, he got up this morning and sang happy birth to himself in the vo- uh, voice of Julia Child. Wow. It's very oh, no. freaky. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Freaky, freaky. Nice. <laughs> so that's what's going on out on the lake, huh? Yes. <laughs> Birthday day. Well, now, the ducks and the geese <laughs> left when Mark started singing. They kind of flew away, so. Oh, I hated to see that happen up this yeah. way. Oh, God. Mm. Buzzers came, but buzzers came, but the yet. <laughs> now, uh, did you jump out of a cake for him, Deb, or is it a little da- more downplay than that there? <laughs> They couldn't make a cake big enough right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I'm allergic to dairy. Oh, I always say, no, I jump, into, I jump into the cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. 59, well, tell him we cake. said happy birthday. Happy birthday, Will. I will. Will. Happy birthday. I will. Well, happy birthday. Very cool. I, the way I look at mirror. life is every day, every day I wake up is a good day. So that's how I do it. A gift from the creator. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. That's what John what Wayne said one day. What's that? Oh, hey now. Huh? 
Hey now. <laughs> what did he say on this? John Wayne up. Jeez. Oh no, that's what he used to say when you after he was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, oh. It was a really pretty day one day, and um, the technicians were getting everything ready. And one of the techs said, "Boy, it's a beautiful day today, isn't it?" And John Wayne said, "Son, every day you wake up is a beautiful day." Exactly. <laughs> right. See, I didn't you know, even John know I copied Wayne. that from him. <laughs> you know, John Wayne has his own toilet paper, right? He does. Really? Yeah. It's rough and tough and doesn't take any shit off of any Indians. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I didn't know that one. Well, speaking of oh, that, how, what's happening oh, on the Oh, let's not go back to corn cob this conversation. God, no. <laughs> no, we don't want to go back to corn cob. <laughs> I can oh, hear my Facebook friends. I, I can hear Morning. my Facebook friends clicking off as we were doing that. <laughs> Click, there goes another one. Click, there goes another one. <laughs> Did you get comments on that? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh. Not at all. Nobody cared. Our, our guest was nervous. We scared our guest half to death. <laughs> he stayed on. He, he braved the storm. He did a great job. <laughs> He stuck in there like a trooper, the guy. <laughs> he had no idea. I told him to listen to the show. you got to listen to the show so you know what you're stepping in here. You can't warn some people, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, I know. I usually give a disclaimer. You know, nothing that I say <laughs> can be held against any of my, you know, my business partners, my co-hosts. I can't be responsible for these people. <laughs> I can't no. control them. <laughs> <laughs> nothing anybody says is the opinion of the station or its affiliates or sponsors or really any human beings at all. <laughs> well, now that was rough as a cob. <laughs> You know, speaking of cobs, you know, it's awful cold out here on their res now, you know. Winter's coming in, so they're over on Rosebud, man. They're throwing dogs on the fire like crazy. I'm worried about the dog population over there. Sure. you got to be careful with that. Yeah. I mean, how far can you get out? How much energy? How many kilojoules can you get out of those anyway? Well, you know, it depends on what kind of dog you get. You know, you have to little ankle biters. You don't get shit out of them. But oh, you, know, you, get, you get like right? a, you get like a you get like a Great Pyrenees or Saint like Bernard. Also would. Oh, you're good. You're good for hours. <laughs> oh my God! You better you explain that to people. <laughs> you gotta. You better. You're gonna have to explain that every time. Every time. <laughs> okay. The, the, the meeting behind the joke is that I'm from Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. And I'm of the Lakota linguistic group of the Sioux Nation. The joke is over on Rose, but then guys they don't talk right because they they use an, or they use D instead of L. So instead of throwing another log in the fire, they throw dogs in the fire. <laughs> Dakota, Lakota, Lakota, dog, Dakota, log. Lakota, and Lakota. Yep, dogs and logs. There you go. So <laughs> you know, they're kind of mutually inclusive. Uh, nothing you know? that's. <laughs> Once again, nothing is said by anybody on this show is indicative of the sponsors or the. God, I'm gonna have to say that a lot. Hey, I stand by my remarks. That's all. That's all you get. That's all you got to do. That's all I got. Still <laughs> pay you out of my black hills money. It's all good. Well, you guys want to know what's on the table today? Yeah, tell us what's going on, <laughs> like and then uh, maybe we'll take a caller here. We got a couple callers on the line. Okay. Well, today we are going to all, we're going to be talking about cybersecurity awareness and National Bullying Prevention Month. Uh, Rob has been breaking down a certain thing you can do to protect your computer into easy to follow steps. You have to come back though because he's only going to give you one step a week because he wants you to be able to try things out and make sure you can do them. On the twenty seventh, <laughs> I know. On the twenty seventh, we have the scary guy coming on to talk. He's going to talk about bullying and acceptance. Now, this man has devoted his entire life to the complete elimination of hate, violence, and prejudice worldwide, and I'm really looking forward to his being here. And wait till you get into this conversation. Everybody go Google the scary guy, the scary scary guy. guy. You will be amazed at what you see, and I am so forward to looking, so forward to looking, so forward to talking with him uh, (laughs) next Thursday. Is that a Freudian split there, sis? Oh what? Well, yes. Was that, was that a Freudian slip there? <laughs> yeah. But then, 
Now, Brian Seifert <laughs> may still make it. Uh, he had uh, something come up that is, has not been he's not been able to get here so far. But he is the author of Absolute Anger, which is now actually being made into a movie. I mean, actively being made into a movie. Wow. And uh, I just finished uh, editing his most recent book, Chased by Shadows, and it's going to be released in the time for the holidays um, through Saga Books, of which I'm a part. And i got to tell you something. I was honored to be the editor of Chased by Shadows. It is Mm. incredible. I'm telling you. And it was written on prison notepads, prison prison issued notepads in 1986. Yeah, really. Shipped it to Australia. Yeah, he gave up all kinds of stuff just to get the notepads. Um, really? Yeah. Shipped to Australia yeah, in 2000, where a Catherine Ross transcribed it into a Word doc file, and mm. then he spent the next decade rewriting, revising, and finally finishing it, and then sent it off to us. And thank heavens I pulled his book to edit because. It's like you're sitting down at across the table from him, and he's telling you his story. It's that personable, or personal, wow. and it's honest. It is so. He is more honest than most people I know. I mean, it's like I'm I'm the other, the, you know, the stranger on the bus. He bears it all. He tells it all. And, wow. Uh, I want to read the review I wrote for him. That's going to go on the back cover of his book, and I'm going to put it on Amazon. Cool. This is Chased by Shadows is a remarkably candid and riveting read about the life and struggles of a young boy as he grows into manhood. But it's not the usual coming-of-age story. In Chased by Shadows, you will learn the loves and hates of a soul destined to walk the hot coals of life as he struggles to find his true identity, his true path, and eventually his true love. Uh, it, I meant every word of that, and I want to recommend this to every parent who's got a child who they can see is going down the wrong path they've got to read this book they can read it first and uh i don't think there's anything they'd want to take out but it's going to be worth a read it really is so hopefully brian will be able to make it just in case i ask him a few questions about our subject for today and i have some of his answers so um we wanted to talk about what do we what we think makes a person become a bully now, do you want to do your cyber stuff first, Rob? I think we're going to get to the caller. I want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> flow going right, right there. We just lost the caller, actually. I don't know what happened. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to try to get them back on here. But if you called and I missed you or I, or I hung up on you or the line went dead more than likely, I apologize for that, but uh, I was just about to get you in here, caller. So call us back. Uh, and, uh, Deb, keep, keep it going right now with the flow here. I like this. Okay, well, you know, as I've said before, I was bullied as a child, and I'm sure, Spot, that you were bullied as a child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, And it's not pleasant, and it it does leave a mark on you for the rest of your life. You wonder why that happened to you. They used to call me worm, and it made me feel like a worm. I just, not that I hate to degrade a creature, another creature, but... um, Damn worms. (laughs) Yeah, we get your meaning, though. I mean, that's, you know, they're saying that you're the lowest of the low, and that's not, that's not what You 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 are. It's getting worse too, yeah. isn't it? Do you think it's getting worse? You know, I'm trying. Like I'm trying to worse. keep a. I'm trying to keep a, a higher uh, tone here. <laughs> good luck. Stay good luck with that. Okay. It is getting worse. Y'all it's getting right. worse all Y'all the time. And you would think that schools and cyberbullying would... is a crime now too, isn't it? Because that yes, that can is. be horrible. In most states, yes. In most states, it is yes. Yes. And it should be. And it should be. It's driven kids to suicide. And yeah. you would think that a lot of schools now would have a zero tolerance for bullying, but I know the one school my son went to, it was it was not. I mean, he was physically injured, and the bully was invited back, and my son wasn't. I mean, go figure. Yeah. Um, I, I will tell you that our school up here has an absolute, complete, 100% zero tolerance. There is no yeah, tolerance for any type of bullying. And, they, and I've seen them go to work with this. It's, it's pretty – we're very lucky up here. We have a good – we're in the midst of a bunch of school systems, and we happen to kind of accidentally get into the one where they, they just won't won't tolerate it, and, and I appreciate Good. that. Um, Good. But, but there's a lot of room to, to improve. There's a lot that has to be done still, like you're saying. There's still people getting bullied, cyberbullied, everything. we got to yeah. do something about this. We can't just yeah, let sure it slide. I, I know yeah. my kids. I know my son has actually, because you know we have the kids that they're mainstreaming the kids now, so you'll have the, you know, the kids are all in, in one school now, which is good because the you know, um, the less fortunate to get to experience the real world instead of feeling like they're being um, 
brought off to a ranch or something where they have to study. But when they mainstream them, you're going to have kids who are jerks. And the fact is, my son told me there was somebody blowing a, um, you know, one of the uh, what do you what do you call it nowadays when the mainstream kids? What, what do they say? What's the poli- politically correct special needs kid? Special needs, special yeah. Needs, yeah, he was a special needs child, and there was a kid making fun of him. And my my son snapped, and I was so proud of my son when he told me that he snapped into action and jumped into sure. that conversation. He said, "You better shut yes. your face right now." In fact, he maybe went a little overboard, but I'd rather have that than have him do nothing. Well, you know, Brian calls, called himself in the book a bully's bully, and that's what he says he did. Uh, he found himself stepping in when he saw bullying going on, and he said it did turn into fistfights sometimes. This might be but, Brian right here on the phone. It's area code 832. Are you there? Area code 832, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Rob, it's Corey. Hey, Corey. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. How are you? Pretty good. I'm here with Deb and Spot, my co-host. Hi, Corey. How are you going? Run, Corey, run. Yeah, run, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey knows me too well. <laughs> you know, all that, all that cyberbullying, I, I think I got a lot of emails from you about uh, listening to a show or something like that. Um, yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's harassment. <laughs> that's harassment. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be uh, calling because I spammed him. I spammed him too many times about the show. That's cyber harassment. That's not exactly bullying, Corey, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Just remind him about that 20 he promised you later, right? right <laughs> no, I just wanted to call in and say, hey, and uh, first time I listened to the show, and, um, you know, it's pretty good, man. I'm listening to it. Checking it yeah, out. The last Appreciate time, it. too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back here ever again, man. <laughs> I'm never calling yeah. you people again. <laughs> well, you got to stick around because later on we've got the Lakota word for the week and we got the Indian uh-huh. joke for the week. Okay. Oh, I got a good one, too, yeah? Yeah. But I didn't have any questions or anything. I just wanted to say uh, you guys are doing a great job right. and uh, keep up the cool good work. And All right. I'll talk, to you. I'll talk to you guys later. Appreciate it. Well, oh, man. You. All right. Buddy, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Corey. Corey. Corey is the founder. He's one of the business people who I, uh, I've occasionally interviewed in the past. And um, he actually, just to give him a shout-out, he has a uh, he has a very cool website that ties all your social media together. And uh, it's cool. taken off really, really fast. Cool. And it's like his third company, so he's he's kind of... You know he's kind of in, in a situation where he can he can experiment with new companies and new technologies, and him and I are working on some coding projects together. But his site is mysocialfusion.com. And matter of fact, if you go to mysocialfusion.com forward slash and then real estate with a hyphen in the middle, that's like my page on his on his site. But it's all about social media. So if you've got the you know your Facebook and Twitter and all this junk going on. You can you can kind of, this is kind of a place where you can fuse all that together. So it's called My Social Fusion. It's very cool. Wow. Um, Corey's a great guy too. Cool. <laughs> he and him break chops a lot. I said you got to call get on the show. And, uh, so there's a shout out, Corey. Thanks for calling. Um, and I had another area code earlier. I'm afraid that uh, maybe Brian tried and then I don't know. Maybe what we was the area away. code? <laughs> what was the area code? Run away! Run away! Uh, actually, it might have been this. It might have been Corey's cell phone. Uh, what area code is Brian calling from? Because if I get him, I'll, I'll make sure I click on it. I just you know well, it? it's in the two hundreds. Just put it that way. Okay, no, that wasn't it. No, it might have been Corey from different phone. Remember. Maybe that's why he got disconnected. His cell phone kicked out on him. But anywho, so that's yeah, no, that, that's all good stuff. This bullying thing is very important. It really is, um, and it's very kind of cool. It's kind of almost how like R two kind of things come together in one month between the bullying which you guys are very passionate about and I, I am as well don't get me wrong um but i know a lot more about about cybersecurity. funny enough those two do kind of come together because if you don't have yeah, your do. children trained you know trained how to do this stuff they can get in trouble and oh, get bullied and who knows what else get stalked or whatever so well one of the questions i asked brian is why do you think a person becomes a bully and actually his answer i could have written it myself I believe the same way because I happen to know the kids that bullied me. This was their situation. He says, I think it's the way kids are raised. If they don't grow, don't grow up with some kind of discipline in their lives and some kind of direction in what is right and what is wrong, then we're setting them up for all kinds of inabilities to see the difference. The thing about that is bullies are also created by the same punishment if it's abuse, <laughs> same punishments if it's abusive. Right. There's definitely sure. a thin line between de- discipline oh, sure. and abuse. 
I think that is what creates a bully. I don't mean physical abuse alone. There are many Uh forms of abuse, verbal, sexual, and humiliation. These things play on our psyche when we are young, and if we grow up in that kind of atmosphere, no good can ever come of it. And whereas I don't agree with that very last statement completely, I think he has got that 80% on the money. Sometimes when you grow up that way, as I did, you decide to break the circle. Right. uh, But most of the times we don't. I was just one of the lucky ones in that uh, a nun that that taught me at school befriended me, and she helped me find a different path. Well, plus, I'm not stupid. I was too little. (laughs) I was 12. I looked like I was six. Like, I'm going to get in somebody's face. I don't think so. Oh, right. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, it was often in somebody's face, but it was because they were lying on top of me, punching in it, (laughs) punching me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I agree with him with that. I think that uh, most bullies have either been completely and totally spoiled Mm -hmm. and not meant to feel like they have any responsibilities in the home. Or respect. Or respect, absolutely. Respect. Yeah, and, or it's the child who has been abused and therefore takes out his anger on other children. And Brian is that up. Yes. Yeah. I think in some cases, too, well, I think in some cases, too, at least just from my own observations, and I could be way off the mark here, but I think in some cases, you know, kids do it as a way to make themselves feel better by finding that power over somebody else. You know, I can make you hurt but if I do this, or I can make you do this by doing this. And it's a power thing. It's a power. It's a way of establishing dominance or power over somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> yeah. Know, I mean, I, that's kind of where I. That's kind of where I came from. And, and making them feel like they have control over something in their life. Oh yeah. Yeah. And growing yeah. up as a mixed blood, that was you know for me it was, you know, oh, well you're you're not Indian and you're not white. You're 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 neither. So you have to find that that balance and that commonality with both sides and and learn to deflect the well you're not this you're not this. Were you bullied? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how are you bullied? Oh, yeah. Um, physically I know you have a complete disdain for the war hoop that people do. Yeah, I get a lot of that. The, the John yeah. John Ford thing where they're banging their hands on their mouth going, woo, 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 and actually that's not, that's a, first and foremost, that we never did that. Second of all, that's something that women do, but it's not the way that, that it's portrayed. And to me, you know, it's it's very racist to do that. But that's another show. Well, I think if a man's doing it, then the joke's on him if he's acting like a woman. Well, yeah. <laughs> I tell him to go ahead. Say, go ahead. <laughs> how do you say stupid in Lakota? <laughs> <And a> fool. <laughs> yeah, how do well, you say fool in Lakota? <laughs> Pardon? Uh, uh, unchicha. Unchicha. Go ahead, Unchicha. 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 Oh, she unchicha. likes me. She's calling me Unchicha. <laughs> Yeah, it means you're pitiful. You're pathetic. You're pitiful. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Back yeah, off. And my son was bullied because of, you know, being having a craniofacial difference. Wow. Um, and, he, and he is different temperamentally. He's a lot like I am. I mean, Chris will so watch the ball game or he'll write a poem. I mean. Yeah, he's so laid back. Very laid back. So easygoing. Yeah, he's so easygoing. Very romantic. Falls yes. in love all the time. It really ticks me off because none of the girls look like me. Well, <laughs> our boys don't fall in love with girls that look like their mother. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's trying to point out how wrong he is, but he doesn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll fall for that. <laughs> He likes dark brown hair and bar- and brown eyes. Aww. Yeah. Likes the uh, little Aww. Italian girls, little Italian princesses. Indian girls, Indian girls. Or Indian Indian girls, Indian sure. Indian girls. Now, Those now, Indian it's girls. Italian princess. What is it for Indian girls? Indian what? What do you call it? What's the Res divas. No, the Res divas. Res divas. I like, I like that. that. Actually, I have that shirt. <laughs> I actually do have the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're really. <laughs> Been there, done that, got the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a made by fry bread shirt too, don't you? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. Uh, I actually own a fry bread company where we go and set up and we sell fry bread. And uh, the whole thing started out with my daughter was teasing me. We'd set up at this event, and 
um, I was going to cook fry bread over the fire, and my daughter's, I was cooking it, you know, and it's it's very different from cooking from an open fire to cooking in a controlled environment like a kitchen or a propane stove or something. And the grease got a little hotter than I thought it did in the dark. The fire bread was a little dark. So my daughter, yeah, well, it was edible, you know, it was good. And, uh, you know, I've yet to have bad fry bread. So my daughter says, well, Mom, what are we going to call the company? I said, I don't know. Call it the fry bread company. I don't know. And she says, I know. We're going to call it the dark side fry bread because that fry bread is dark. So that's the whole thing is we we have T-shirts for the Dark Side Fiber Company that say, I would, come to the dark side, we have fiber bread. So, <laughs> yeah. Come to the dark side. I like that. Emma, what do you put it? Fry, fry bread? You say fry bread? bread? Yeah, like, you know, F-R-Y, like fry. Yeah, it's literally fried bread. It's holed over from the early reservation period. When we were introduced to commodities, um, they handed us all this flour, this sugar, this salt, and this lard. And, and, so and iron and fillets. And iron skillet. And iron skillet. Well, those, those were trade items, very common trade items. Yeah. And the women, the women figured out how to how to make this dough up and uh, make fry bread. Oh, it's absolutely so delicious. It's a now, staple is it on like there. fried and dough? It's got sugar. It's a sugary type, a sweet kind mine of thing. Mine has. Uh, well, mine's a little sweeter than normal, but yeah, it's mine's um, flour, sugar, salt, yeast, and water. And uh, I mix mine up. It's four cups of flour, uh, one cup of warm water, uh, a couple packages of rapid-raised yeast, about a quarter cup of sugar, and a dash of salt. And I mix it all up until it forms what looks like a bread dough where it's not sticky anymore. It's kind of silky and satiny. And you let it rise for an hour. You tear off a piece um, about the size of a golf ball, and you roll it out, cut a split in the center, and cook it in a a cast iron skillet in hot lard. And you, you have to turn it over. You know, when it starts to get brown on the bottom, you flip it over, and then you drain it on paper towels, and yeah. Now, you said you put a foot in the center when you fry it? Yeah, because if you don't, it mine tends to puff up because of the yeast in it, and if you don't put the foot in the center, it doesn't cook evenly. That's what I've been doing wrong. Thank you. Yeah. Then you no, put, then you put some sort of powder or sugar on it, or that's it? Oh, you, I use mine for Indian tacos. I make lojape to go with it. I uh, put powdered sugar, cinnamon sugar, gel. honey. Just eat it it's, by yeah, itself. Yeah, you can however you want. Yeah, yeah. Now you know what I do is I take that same recipe only instead of four cups of flour, I do cup, two cups of flour, two cups of cornmeal when I'm making I've had chili. It that way. Yeah, yeah, I've had I like it. That it. Way. Yeah, yeah. When making chili, well, we're having fry We're having fry bread. My kids are coming in from. Uh, <laughs> this is going to bite me on the ass. <laughs> my kids, my kids are coming in from uh, New York City, as a matter of fact. Um, New York my daughter, City. New York City. My daughter lives out <laughs> there. Rock, my daughter lives in Rockaway Beach. And, ah, uh, cool. Yeah, she's bringing the boyfriend home to meet mom, so it's pretty serious. Oh boy. Yeah. How scary is that going to be for him? Huh? That's what I. That's what I said, man. <laughs> you know, holy. Like, if, if this guy, if this guy can handle me, he's all good. He's all right. You know, we can take him to powwows. If he can, if he can get past mom, he's okay. <laughs> just, I know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy, he's done. <laughs> uh, how old is are they? How old are they? Uh, my daughter is. Let me see. Logan's fourteen. She should be twenty-three. Yeah. And Eric, yeah, daughter. My daughter's twenty-three, and Eric, I think, is like twenty-seven, twenty-eight, something oh like my that. God, kidding me? No, no. Oh yeah, I know. Not seven. <laughs> You know, I'm yeah. looking at 17 year old boy right now. So, oh my god, I'm looking the, at mine thinking, holy. <laughs> I got the 12 going on 12 year old, 12 going on 20 year old girl. So that's my oh, next challenge. Oh no, 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 it no. is mine upon us. <laughs> <laughs> my, oh no, mine are 26, 20, or 27, 25, mm-hmm. 23, and 14. Yeah. And the, wow. tw- the oldest, the oldest daughter is. Uh, is a marine. My really? oldest son is a, my oldest son is a marine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, for kids. <laughs> they survived me, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yep. I just well, got the good. one. Just the one. You want huh? another one? I'll just give you this the one. One time. <laughs> well, you, you, want, you want a, you want a couple more? <laughs> well, we count Logan. Well, I guess I do have two, but. Yeah, well, yeah, not counting Chris, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went two. We went two with the seven-year stagger there, so it worked out well that way. Because now he he's like, you know, he just loves her to 
to death. He loves her to death. He, he's, he's like her little dad. He, he hangs with her. He lets her yeah, hang out up there. And they play play video games together. It's really nice. But then that's again, you cool. got the downside is he could be going off to college, and she's going to be little and probably yeah. upset for a while. Yep. Uh, yep. We're going to try to get him to stay here to go to college. But, you know, they do what they want eh, to do. Good luck with that. Yeah. That's they're they're anyway. They hey, want to take off and fly. Huh? Is, it, is it time for a sponsor break? You yeah, let's take a in, break know. for our sponsor here. Um, here we get that plug real in. Real quick. Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. The sponsor's a, first and foremost, it's a person. His name's Greg Van Austin. Because you can say the company name, but to be honest with you, these day and age, people do business with people. That, and uh-huh. Not a double plug. A double plug here. That's why Corey started My Social Fusion. It's about you. So if you're a real estate agent, you know, you sell gold and silver, you you plug yourself into this thing, and they go to your Facebook, and they see they see your family. It's like you know what you're you're being uh, connecting on a personal level first, and then you can say, well, now that you kind of trust me and you, and you know who I am, and that's why Greg is in my my sort of friends and family network. Um, you know, I just don't go out and look for people to to do business with. I try to do business with people who I already know I could send a friend or family to this guy, and he's going to do the right thing, and I don't even have to tell them if don't say that Rob sent you. Like you need something special. No, all you need is what he does for all his customers. He buys and sells gold and silver like a lot of these guys. And let's face it, if you're selling your gold and your silver and stuff like that, you're not in a good situation usually. So you're very easy to take advantage of. And there's a lot of guys out there that will give you half of what that stuff is worth, and that's just wrong. Um, Greg would never do that. I met Greg at a business event through another friend of mine, a marketing event. And uh, So anyway, go to the website at thebuyerofgoldandsilver.com. And uh, I'll play his spot here. Now, remember, his spot was meant for a local audience in upstate New York. So nobody's going to go there, but just remember the website, abuyerofgoldandsilver.com. A buyer of gold and silver, coins and jewelry, is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. There you go. You're probably not going to go there. (laughs) But uh, buyerofgoldandsilver.com. You guys guys ever do any of these, uh, you know, chef parties or stuff like that? Nope. No? I'm Indian, man. I'm broke. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, Why should I clean well, house so someone else can make money? <laughs> well, there's the deal. So, okay, you just nailed it. Thank you for that. So he does these <laughs> gold and silver parties, and he hosts them up here. So if you are in upstate in central New York area near Syracuse, and, and you say, look, I don't want to clean my house and have this party, and yeah, whatever, you make gas money, 40 bucks. But here's the deal. If you have, have your chef, pampered chef thing, for another free plug, at his thing, he gets the cheese and crackers, and, he's, and he gets everything. And as long as some people bring some gold and silver, and they don't have to sell any of it. But guess what? If they do, you get some money, too. Man, these are so not cool only are paying, Yeah, it's a very cool concept. I think it'll catch on up, up here. So, Well, you have to make sure that uh, you're not being ripped off when you go to sell your mm-hmm. gold. And, uh, oh, yeah. You're going yeah. to get ripped off if you don't make sure your computer's secure. There, Rob. So, what are they supposed to do to make mm-hmm. sure that their computer is secure, uh, especially their fine. child's computer? Yeah, I, I mentioned exactly. one thing last week about finding. And the child computer is a big thing too. And, and one of the one of the key things really you need to do is you, as the parent, you are in control of your house. If you're a good parent, not if you're the parent of a bully or not. But if you're a good parent and your kids aren't bullies and jerks, then <laughs> you, you're going to take control of your house, right? Well, the same thing applies to the computers. You can't let your your kids run around on the computers just freewheeling it. You've got to use these. Now, new Windows have really nice, it's very easy to set up. You set up user mm-hmm. profiles for your kids, and then you watch what they do. My God, you've got to know. You can't let them go mm-hmm. in their room and lock themselves in their room and go to town because you know where they're going to go with that. You know, they're letting the whole Internet into their into their room, and you got to watch that stuff. Um, and, and and if you have a child or you have a company, it's very important that you do this proxy server thing. Now, I'm going to post more about it because it's very technical, but just keep in mind that you need to set yourself up with a proxy server. So when you're browsing the web, you're hitting a different person's computer first, and it's perfectly allowable. They do it on purpose. They let you do it because it gives them free, you know, the people find out about them for free on these lists. It's called a proxy server. And so when you're browsing, 
right now when people see you, people try to watch you browsing on the Internet with their technology, they'll see you and your server's name. If you use a proxy mm-hmm. server, they might see the server name. It might be in in Russia. It might be in Europe somewhere. Um, so they can't identify who you are. And then I just recently switched all my computers over to Microsoft Essentials. I used to tell people where to go to get all the free spyware, virusware, malware. You got that commercial on, on, the, on the radio that says, make my computer faster? Forget about that. No, don't go there. Cause, because what happens is they get in your computer, and they're as bad as the bad guys half the time, and then they'll charge you to get it off. Oh, yeah, they're worse. Microsoft, yeah, they're worse. Go to Microsoft.com. Search for Microsoft Essentials. It's a free download. It, it, it automatically checks for viruses, tr- checks for Trojans, which are very difficult to remove. It's by Microsoft. It's one of the first things I've ever heard of that's by Microsoft. It's completely, totally free. They're not going to try to get monthly subscriptions, which a lot of these other guys do. And it's the best It's the best uh, malware <laughs> checker and deleter in the entire industry. you got to get it. Free download. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, everybody. Because yep. I used to tell people AVG, which was a good free antivirus, and you got the updates. Forget about it. Microsoft Essentials, download that today if you don't have it. It's very, very good. It works in tandem with the Microsoft Firewall. Very, very secure that way. And, again, you're, you know, you're just trying to not really make yourself secure because any hacker that wants to, uh, anyone I know can get into your computer. The the, the key is if you're the, the harder than the guy next door, then you're okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Unfortunately. Exactly. So yeah, nice yeah. I really like them. I like them better than any other uh, pro- program I've ever had. And I had yeah, ABG. Because you, yeah, you know what I happens is if you have a Trojan that's attached itself to a, a, a Windows file, it, uh-huh. a lot of the things will say, uh, we can't get to it because Windows is one. Well, what did you think was running when I started the program? Windows was. But the uh, Microsoft Essentials will actually shut the whole thing down in the middle to grab that and kill that virus. So it's very yeah, cool. Yeah, it does. It does. Cool. I really like it. Cool. And I like the firewall, cool. too, because the things that are yeah. supposed to get through, get through. Right. Or it'll yeah. ask yeah. you permission to let something through. And I've never mm-hmm. had right. another one do that. So if yeah, you know who that... it is and it's okay, then you say let it through, and then it, it saves that information and lets it through the next time without asking. Yep. So in other words, instead yep. of having to go into the other ones where you've got to go in and remember every place you want to let through, it will. It learns from you. It lets you uh-huh. teach it as you go. So I really like it. Really like it very much. Well, I'm. I can't wait. Well, what's the Lakota word for the week? I can't wait. Um, the Lakota word is hu iake. It's two words. Hu iake. Hu iake. Hu iake. That means um, uh, feathered legs. Oh. Oh it's not God. against you, I saw a girl your, like uh, that at the beach. <laughs> I saw a girl like that at the beach this summer. But I'm sorry, you can see um, Well, what it means is uh, it's like, okay, where I'm at, along the Mississippi River corridor, we have a lot of eagles down here, mm-hmm. a lot of eagles, and uh, a lot of raptors, things like that, because where we're at. Ah, that's so cool. I wish we had that. We don't have those up here. Really? You guys don't get, like, bald eagles or hawks or very, owls? Very few. When we do, it's a big deal. We got everybody running yeah. to get pictures of it. Well, I remember very Pale rare. Male was living up in, uh, I think Pale Male was living up in uh, by Central Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a, a yep. red-tailed hawk. He was living up there, yeah. He and his yeah, mate. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, and there's peregrines I know up there. They've released peregrines to control mm-hmm. the, feathered, the, the feathered rat problems you guys have up there. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Big whoop. Yeah, huiake. Uh, it means the, the, the feathered legs. And, uh, it, you know, it just it could mean any any kind of raptor. Um, they're helper spirits. Um, uh-huh. Whenever you see, like, any time you see a hawk or a falcon, in Lakota tradition, that is the creator is looking out for you. That's a helper spirit that's looking over, looking out for you. Cool. So, cool. you know, I'm kind of in kind of a rural area, so I see a lot of raptors. Um, mm, and I've wow. also done raptor rehabilitation in the past, so I'm familiar with raptors. I'm very familiar with their habits and, you know, all that, and I understand the behavior, but to me that's also still a very uh, inspiring thing to see this because it means that, you know, that's the creator doing his thing. He's looking out for me. Huh. So, cool. yeah. Yeah, we have a bald oh, yeah. eagle. That's why, that's why, that's why I can't find any of them. 
<laughs> we have a bald eagle that visits here a lot, and we have a lot of hawks, a lot of yeah, red tail hawks. That's good. Just love that's good. watching them. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't have any velociraptors here. I don't know how. How did you guys get those? Anywho. <laughs> well, you know, birds. Are, you know, yeah. Well, didn't you used to write one of those bad. at school? That would be Rob, bad. Did I you think have, those, did, something. Did, Rob, Rob, didn't you have one of those <laughs> as a pet? Yeah, yeah. when I was a kid, we wrote them to school. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking you had one for a pet, you know, yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) whenever we went out on the hunt. (laughs) There you go. You take your raptor with you. It's all good. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, I called mine Rappy. Yeah, little Rappy. He was cute. But <laughs> you won't like him when he's angry. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't cheese him off, man. Throw him some fry bread. He'll be okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. That's your answer um, for everything, isn't it? <laughs> hey, fry bread fry bread makes the world go round, man. Sounds good. I'm a fry bread babe. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. I got I'm a fry bread babe, man. I got a body by fry bread. It's round brown round brown and greasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> what did you, you say? Did you say that you sell? <laughs> did you say you sell it too? You have a store or something? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I at local powwows, I'll um, set up the fry bread oh. stand, and it's the dark side fry bread. We actually do sell fry bread. We sell Indian tacos really? and fry bread. Yeah, and it's delicious. Indian My tacos. Now tell me about actually. these. You guys are making me hungry. Is it time to get off the area? I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> My mouth's watering. <laughs> what is the Indian is taco? Is, is it like a hey, Mexican you got, taco? You got a res, you got you got res, you got res, reservations up there. Uh, yeah, we got all kinds all, all over the place. These guys though, like you were saying, your your reses are are kind of suffering a little bit. The ones up here, they got well, freaking money. They're rolling in the money at these ones. Yeah, yeah. Ours, well, ours, oh, there's no, there, our reservation, there's no infrastructure. There's no, fa- and, and there's no, no, job, no casino. No That's the biggest problem, right? Well, no, we do, we do have a casino. We do have a casino. Oh. Um, the problem is that we're just not located, we're not situated in, in an ideal situation right. to bring traffic down to the, to the casino. Mm-hmm. So, that's something that the tribe is, is working on. Yeah. Hopefully, we're going to figure it out. But yeah. In fact, there was a show on um, Diane Sawyer did a show, and it, it may be archived. Um, it's called The Children of the Plains. Um, yeah, I'm still on, get, trying to get the chance to watch it. I've got it on my yeah, DVR, and I want to watch it really yeah. badly. Yeah, it was a Diane Sawyer, uh, I think it was like a 2020 thing that they did, and they went out to Pine Ridge and Rosebud <clears throat> and uh, did a show on the kids out there. And uh, gives you an idea of what life on the res is really like. You know, I may joke mm-hmm. around about it, but I'll, in all seriousness, yeah, I mean, our, our reservation, uh, Shannon County, which is Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, is, is the poorest county per capita in the United States. Mm. So that's no exaggeration. Um, the teen suicide rate is, is like 150 times the national average. Uh, the infant mortality rate out there is 200 times the national average. That's wow. just from lack of care. Yeah, it's from lack of care. Yeah. Not by the parents, but health care. Be- because of health care. There's, no prena- there's very little prenatal care available. Um, the nurse oh, hospital is like, too. you know, yeah, you, if, you want, if you have to go to the hospital, you either go down to Shadron, you go over to Gordon, you go up to Hot Springs, or you go to Rapid. And mm. um, you hope and pray that they'll be able to take you because, you know, a lot of places don't want to treat Indians. So, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. I mean, the parents try to take so, yeah. care of their babies, but they just don't oh, have yeah. the resources. There's just no resources well, out mean, there. You know. yeah, That's got to be so heartbreaking. You on your own. Just heartbreaking to stand by and watch your baby die. Oh. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's heartbreaking to see. You know, and, and Deb and I have, Deborah and I have talked about this before. Um, for me personally, I really have an issue with the fact that the United States, <clears throat> the United States, the, not just the citizens, but the government both can send billions and trillions of dollars of aid money overseas, but we can't do anything for, for the indigenous people here. Um, yeah, don't get I don't me get it either. Because I, I, I agree with you on that one. I, I, I never, I just don't understand. It's, I, I mean, not for nothing, everyone's, everyone's 
in my belief, everyone is is God's people. But at the same time, you, you like you say, you're sending billions of dollars off to people who, I mean, let's face it, half the time the people getting the money are trying to kill us. Oh yeah. Whether, oh yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, well, we I mean, come on. Of, well, but okay, but but also too, and and this is, uh, I may be wrong by saying this, but this is my own perception. But the, the the U.S. government has a long history of trying to eradicate Indian people. Um, and to us, this is just another continuation of this. This is just another continuation of how Indian people have always been well, treated. I, I'll you tell know? you what. Here's here's the thing. In my eyes, coming from a military background and knowing the history of this country, if it, in in my perception, and I understand this isn't, you know, we all have our own ideas and ideals, but from my background, people who I was in the military with who really understand history and study history, it's exactly the opposite of that. Because I told you before, I know the story of the, you know, the Navajo coders and, and the yeah. Indians who fought for this country. And, and, and even in, in a lot of many, many wars, there's been, you know, Indians, Native Americans presented with medals of honor. And so, so again, I know what you're saying is right. I just can't fathom the, the the whole concept of what you're saying because, in my mind, it's exactly the opposite thing. I think we, I think we still, you know, it, and even if I mean, God forbid, let's say we didn't come over here and just take all the land. Let's say we didn't do that. Yes. Even then, with all the service that the Indians have put in and everything, we still, I think, owe a debt of of something back to the. And I don't. That's why when I heard about how your situation was on, on your reservation. It also mm-hmm. didn't register with me because the Indian reservations up here, they've all got duplexes, and it's oh, yeah. very nice. And, oh, the, yeah. and the guy the guy that, the what do they call, is he the chief, the Indian chief? What do they call well, the, the one the who left up? Depends on the chief, but you, it depends on the tribe, but usually it's the chief. But that guy's a billionaire yeah. almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> up here. Yeah. I mean, we look at yeah. Indians and wish we could be on that res over there. So it's just unfortunate yeah. that... There's such a huge chasm between what what you guys have and what some of the other guys have. Well, well a lot and, of, a lot and I didn't that, know that. Well, I really now, didn't know that. I lot, thought one, well, okay. You know yeah. where I find I, hope, though. I'm, I'm hoping because public opinion will eventually turn the tide. I mean, sometimes it takes a while. You got to have like Martha Mitchell's screaming their brains out to say this is wrong before Watergate, for instance, finally goes down. But um, I, when when I talk to most when I talk to most people, there's absolutely I mean they sound like Rob. You know it was wrong. We shouldn't have done it. Why don't they have health care? What's wrong? What's going on? I don't no, understand. Right. You know instead okay, well, of like a hundred yeah. years ago where if you were part Native American you kept it quiet. You didn't talk about it. Yeah. Right. You and now I you know I'm like holding up my hand like donkey and Shrek on me. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> <laughs> well okay now when I was. When I was working on my undergraduate thesis, I did my thesis on the Fort Laramie Treaty of 1868 and its impact and effects on the Fort Laramie Treaty of 1868, which oh, was the la- one of one of the major one of the major treaties that we have with the U.S. government. That's the one where Custer um, violated the treaty by going on to Indian land and uh, taking miners with him and, and and mining for gold on on what was essentially Sioux territory. Um, Sheridan was General Sheridan was considered to be a, a hero by the United States. General Sheridan is the one who said, "Nits make lice, kill them all, big and small." Yeah. And he's the one who started that whole program of annihilation by infecting blankets with smallpox and distributing it to the people, and all these other things. Now, the reason that my tribe, and I'm not saying that other tribes haven't had the same. Uh, experience because I I don't, I'm not from a different tribe. I can't say that this is universal. I can only speak as from my tribe. The re I think a large part of the problem for my tribe is that we were we were considered to be hostile long after everybody else gave up and said, you know wow. what, it, it's all good. We're going to work with you. You know, just let us survive. And my tribe were you know still trying to kill white people. Up into the early 1900s. So oh, I think wow. that that played. I think that played a lot into um, why we are in the situation that we're in now. 
um, because mm-hmm. we refused to roll over and, and, and play ball with the with the big boys. You know, it just, refused to be bullied. Well, we refused to be bullied. We refused to give up the old ways. Um, you know, my tribe held on to our language and our and our culture and our spirituality, where a lot of tribes lost it when during that, the time period where Indian religion was outlawed. You know, we went underground with it. We went out back in nowhere. Yeah, no, it was the language guys, too, wasn't it? It was wasn't the language, language banned and, as well. Language, language and religion were banned, and uh, you know, we our reservations and the, the, the back of nowhere in South Dakota. So the Sioux nations were able to disappear into the backcountry and hold on to those traditions and hang on to who we are and, and what we represent and where we come from. But I think that that's also the flip side of that is that we also have been considered to be hostile for so long that here we are 100 years later and we're still considered to be hostile. You know, I mean, if, if, we, if, if the government was truly interested in, in working with us and improving the situation on the reservation, then then things would not be the way that they are now. You know, up in the 1960s, they had aunties that were forcibly sterilized against their will because they were natives. You know, that's, yeah, because we are who we are, because we are what we are. That sounds like Hitler. Well, that's sounds the way like it Nazism. was. I, mean, I can give you names. I can give you addresses and phone numbers to, you know, to verify, yeah, this this actually happened. You know, Deborah, talk to Shauna Zek. She'll tell you. Yeah, oh, I'm you know, sure. This, 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 these things happened. They did these things to us because we were hostile and because we would reproduce. Hmm. And they didn't and want because that. nits grow into lice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in and Custer, the only South good Dakota, Indian I, is a dead Indian. Yeah, in Custer, in, in, yeah, in Custer, South Dakota, I'm not. My dad lives in Hot Springs. He won't let me wear my favorite T-shirt into Custer without something over it. It says Cuck Custer. And if you flip the first two letters, yeah, the first letter of each word around, you'll get the meaning. Well, I'm not allowed to wear that in, in Custer because it's going to get my butt kicked. Mm, because you know that's kind of my attitude. Oh yeah, this worse. is my attitude. You know, I think you actually, I think you actually belong up here in New York spot because you're a fast talker like me. <laughs> hey, fast talker! Very fast talker. I'm still waiting for my Indian joke of the week. Oh, I got, yeah, I got our Indian joke. Make sure All you right. set it up though, so I know what the heck's going on. <laughs> okay, my nation, they call us, they call us like the, the tops of the trees because we're so tall. Um, a lot of Sioux guys are usually, you know, six, five, five ten to, to over six foot. She four is. Tall. When I say I look up to her, Rob, I mean I literally look up to her. <laughs> I'm five. I'm five seven. She could rest her arm on wow. the top of my head. Yeah, I'm five seven. So yeah, I'm a little tall for a female, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this this friend of mine actually is Dene. He actually is Navajo, and he's a chicken dancer, and he's funny to watch. Um, anyway, you know, the Navajo, the Diné people um, kind of evolved to be smaller in stature than we are. And, uh, uh, yeah, so the Indian joke of the day is what's three feet tall and, and two miles long. Go ahead. Uh, what? Navajo Grand Entry. <laughs> There's like 60 million of them suckers, man. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, a grand entry rock is at the beginning of the, uh, throughout a powwow. Beginning of a powwow, yeah. Yeah, mostly. Okay, yeah, yeah, kind of got that. Yeah. Yeah, they all the, line up in the regalia. They all line up. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, grand entry is the opening ceremony for a powwow. It's where all the Indians line up according to your northern or southern, buckskin or cloth, whatever style you dance in. And then, you know, there's like head staff, whatever. And all, in, almost all Indian nations sponsor their own powwows. And so um, it, the big deal is to go to powwow and, and be in grand entry. And there's like 60 million Navajos around and maybe 100 of us, well, probably more than that, Sioux around. So, you know, everywhere you go, you're always bumping into some Navajo guy. So yeah. it's three feet tall and right. two miles long, Navajo grand entry. <laughs> I knew it had something to do with a line of people, so I did get that one. <laughs> Only yeah, because yeah, of the setup, though, I would have been lost completely. A grand entry is <laughs> a very stunning. Sounded like stunning a grand walk. march kind of a concept or whatever, so I got that. No, I'm telling you, very, very impressive. Say, 
All you have to do is say, come on, we all line up. <laughs> you know, commodities, you know, we're all right there. We let, we know how to line up for commodities, I'm telling you what. There you go. Kind of like being in the Army, everything's got a line. Uh, kind of like yeah. being in Catholic good school. Catholic school, you line up for potty. I swear you line up for everything. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you line up to go out to the oh, playground. <laughs> Got to keep track of the little urchins, you know. Got to have them in a line. Keep track of them on their line. Well, you want to give one last ringy ding to our um, sponsor. Ringy dingy. Our fine sponsor. Ringy ding. One ringy ding. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Is this the party to I am speaking? <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to split up to my son the other day. <laughs> my youngest, he didn't get it. No, you can't explain that. That's the kind of thing you got to be there, man. you got to watch that to get that. This was back when Saturday Night Live was so good, you know? Oh, God, oh you know. yeah, it was good. It was good then. You're right. I listened to, uh, um, on the uh, on the radio, uh, you know, talk radio, they have, uh, Dennis Miller oh, yeah. has a show, which I was not aware of until recently. You want to hear it. Wow. He's a fantastic Oh my God, he's amazing! He's hilarious, and he's freaking poignant. He, he knows he knows words I gotta look up when I'm done listening to his show. I write them down while he's talking, and then I get it later, you know. But <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm he mad at Saturday up. Night Live right now because I get these songs <laughs> stuck in my head, and usually they're at least a decent song. You know, it's been stuck in my head all day long. Looking uh-uh. for nub by looking <laughs> for nub in all the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for no. It won't go away. <laughs> I remember that very well. Looking for nub. <laughs> My favorite Saturday Night Live. Actor. Yeah. Oh, that was a great one. Holy cow! And Dennis Miller did so much with the with the news thing. And God, who did he do that with? Um, he had a few, didn't he? That he did the Weekend Update. Dennis I think Miller. he called it, didn't he? I just remember. Uh, um, Chevy Chase and Jane Curtin and Chevy Curtin Chase. said, "Jane, you ignorant slut." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Those were great. Those were good times, man. Those were well, really good times. We, we better. We promised our sponsors, yeah. so maybe we better do it now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I tried to money. find a segue for the sponsor. That probably wasn't a great one, but hey, it's all in good fun. And uh, I think Spock got cut off the line here, so we might not be able to say goodbye her- to her tonight. But it's about seven. What is it? Seven fifty-seven. So we got mm-hmm. seven fifty-six. So um, yeah, I'm gonna play the sponsor spot again. I told you guys, like, uh, you know, just like I said earlier, I don't just. We don't. I never. The only time I ever do business with people is if there's somebody I can tell my friends and family, go to this guy. He's a good guy. He's he's a business guy. He's a good business guy. But better better than that, he's a good guy as well. It's a buyer of goldandsilver.com, and here's his spot once again. The spot was intended for a local audience in upstate New York. So just go to a buyer of goldandsilver.com. A buyer of gold and silver, coins and jewelry, is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. A buyer of goldandsilver.com. There we go. We killed another hour. How about that? <laughs> we got we our British lady right. speaking at it. The British lady yelling at us and everything here. Sixty seconds going on. So, so what do you? What's your website address over there? Saga Books. You said right. Uh, saga, saga E. Or, no, I'm sorry. But uh, start over. Sagabooks.net, and then I've got Saga Ebooks at at. Uh, I can't think. SagaEbooks.com. Good grief. Start giving my email address. Well, okay, it's on there, sorry. too. <laughs> SagaBooks.net. Net and SagaEbooks.com. We're, we're setting oh, up SagaPublishing.com okay. or SagaBooksPublishing.com, but we're still getting that mm-hmm. one in into good shape. So we're a traditional publishing house. We don't pay advances, but we will publish your work without you paying a dime. 
if it is worthy. And you can go to either one of those sites and learn how to submit your work. There you go. And everybody can Google my name, Rob Thrasher. Search for me with social uh, social marketing, social media marketing. Um, you also find Corey, uh, Corey Holloman. Uh, Google either one of us, and um, we can help you do more stuff with your Facebook and all that jazz, all that nonsense that you're not really using. We can help you use it right. There you go. There you go. And Spot is no longer with us on the phone. Anyway, she's not on the phone. <laughs> I can't believe I see stuff. She, she is probably no longer started with us laughing on the and disconnected herself. Yeah, she probably did. Yeah, she hung right up on us. So everybody knows we have a lot of fun here. We like to talk about serious subjects and bullying and cyberbullying and cybersecurity are serious topics. But at the same time, you got to be able to laugh at stuff once in a while. Because if you just get really mad and you start seething inside, then you're not really helping yourself. You know. So you got to talk about serious stuff, and then we kind of be lighthearted and, and joke around about some stuff. And uh, but nothing that we ever joke about is ever meant for disrespect. Um, Absolutely not. Spot is. Spot is what, like 25% uh, Native American? Is that? I think she said she was. She's one quarter Lakota, but she was raised on the res. Uh, English is her second language. Her first language is Lakota. Okay. So in her mind, she's basically Lakota. Uh, yeah, that's where right. her soul and heart is. And uh, she is uh, highly respected within the Lakota tribe. For all the things that she does, and for her her um, commitment to her people, so and her Indian name is Spot, Spotted Eagle. Is that right? Spotted Eagle Horse. She has a few. Some Eagle of them horse. are not for general knowledge, but Spotted Eagle Horse is her inherited name. Um, no. You inherit some names; they can't be given at birth. They have to be passed down from one person to the next. So she is, I think, the third person to be called Spotted Eagle Horse. Her great-grandfather was the first one, and I'm pretty sure he was at Bull Run with Custer, against Custer, not with him. Uh, yeah, and then so. this last June at Powell, she passed the name on down to my son. Mm. So he is right now known as Honored Spotted Eagle Horse. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's what, it, what she said it, what he would be called, um, Honored Spotted Eagle Horse, and until her passing, God forbid, then he will be Spotted Eagle Horse, and whoever he passes the name down to will then be Honored Spotted Eagle Horse. So Honored, just kind of think of it as you're being honored, that's your name. When that person passes, you know, you take that name and give it to someone else, and they are honored. But it can only be inherited. There you go. So that's quite an interesting group we have here. Uh, We have the book publisher and our master planner of affairs, we're the, one keep, the one who tries to keep me on topic and, and keep me in order, and then we have our Indian friend, our Native American friend, and then we have me, the wise ass, <laughs> <laughs> who lives in a plush apartment in penthouse yep. in downtown Manhattan with a giant yep. Barney stuffed animal yep. in the corner. Downtown Manhattan, looking out mm-hmm. over the park. And Someone for that eagle, I forgot what she called that eagle out there. But yeah, he's out there once in a while. When people see him, they they well, rush to get pictures. Of him. Uh, an eagle is wombly. Yeah, she no, she had. They, it's like they named wombly. him. They named the one in Central Park. I can't remember what they named him though. Oh, she said it on the show. She did. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was, but we'll that's very cool. I know there, to ourselves. There's like yeah, we'll have to listen to this freaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, they have one in upstate New York, too. Like, there's one or two. Like, they go all the way. If you go up from New York City, go up, you turn away from the St. Lawrence towards the Mohawk River, which runs mostly up and down, which was partly near where the Erie Canal was in New York. And um, the river goes all the way along, really, the throughway. That's kind of how the throughway was, you know, put together originally, along the river, kind of. And so... What you have is, I guess, these bald eagles really like to be near a flowing source of water or whatever. So, so you'll get one or two in upstate New York, and there's one, there's at least one, maybe a couple down. And but yeah, we don't have them all over the place like uh, like Spot does. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty rare for us to see those things. But anyway, like so to go fishing, so they yeah, like to go yeah, they like to, they like the the, the fast moving cold water, I guess, because they get fish there. So mm-hmm. not so much with the lakes, but they like the rivers. Ushi. Maybe they can they can see the fish better in the rivers, maybe I don't know, but um anyway, well, hey, like there you go, 
here we go. Well, everybody remember, next week is the scary guy, and uh, he's a very peaceful guy. So don't be afraid to come on over and give us a listen and give us a call. Scary guy for the scary holiday coming up here. Yep. There you go. All right, Steph, thanks a bunch. Thanks, Spot, if you can hear me. (laughs) She's out there somewhere. (laughs) Thank you, Rob. All right, Deb, thanks a bunch. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Had a good time. Thanks, Corey, for coming in, mysocialfusion.com. And uh, we'll see you all next Thursday. Same bat time, same bat station. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Thanks, Deb. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.